Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Gone, say bye to Nigel Farage. Oh, you can Say goodbye to Boris Johnson too. And then say goodbye to David Cameron. He looks like a pack of ham. Can someone explain to me who's running the country? Because right now, oh no, not now. I really don't know. No one is. So take the, We'll have a wine on the podcast. And have a pop at Corbyn too. I don't mind him. Stay. Well, save the country. For God's sake, save the country. Save the it country. Now. And save get all the immigrants it. out. Build the wall. Yeah. You know, let's you, fucking get everyone out. You wouldn't build a wall in the old channel. I think we should build a wall. That would be futile. Brick up the tunnel. Brick up the tunnel. Brick up the tunnel. I think there Draw be... up Tower Bridge. You know, be done with it. Uh... Hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the I haven't got the date here, the sixth. Sixth. Although we're recording this on the fourth. Yeah. Uh, what did I want to say? Yeah. Can someone explain to me who's running the country right now? Um. What are you asking me? Yes. Are you being rhetorical? No, I'm not being rhetorical. Well, I think you can't use that word anymore either. It's politically incorrect. It's handicapped now. Right. Okay. Right. Well, no, I think. Um, well, it's still technically David Cameron's still in charge of it, isn't he? Until he steps down. But so everyone that went wanted us to leave the EU is just fucked off. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like you know. Of Cameron wanted us to stay, but that was kind of a power play anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just they just fucked everything up, and now they're just backing slowly away from the wreckage. So Farage is. What did he say? I want my life back. It's really. Really, he wants his mean, country back. First of all, yeah, now he wants his life back. Yeah, he wants a lot of things back. I was thinking, how's this for a slogan? I want to take my country back. I want to take my country forward. Good. Corbyn could run on that. Take yeah. take that, Jez. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. I think that that's going to save him. Um, so Farage wants his life back. Mm. For anyone listening outside the uh, the UK, um, we are in a thing called the EU, right? We right. were. We're not anymore. Yeah. And it's basically where all the countries in Europe sort of have a little clubhouse. Great, great, great description. Is this right? Yeah, no, there's a clubhouse. How yeah. many countries are there? There is a clubhouse. Yeah, there's a little clubhouse. It's in a tree it's by in a, Brussels. A, it's by a lake. It's in a tree. Yeah. So you the go in and you put your fingerprints on yeah. the bark and it goes, welcome, Mr. Farage. And it, whoosh, and yeah, it opens yeah. up. Yeah. And it takes you down like a log flume. Yeah, there, there's a log flume. Into a sort of weird chocolate uh, factory. Belgian tree. Yeah, it's a chocolate factory. Where pe- when the people make decisions on, in, you know, like, I don't really know what they do. I mean, let's be honest. No one really knows. Everyone who's like really pro-EU, I don't think most of them know what it does. Right. It's just you don't want to get kicked out of the gang. Right, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I think, I think it's, it's sort of like you're at a dinner party and you go to the toilet and then you come back and everyone's really quiet and they go, oh, we think you need to leave. And you don't really get an explanation. Yeah, no, it's like someone just stood up at a dinner party and said, I, w- I want my life back and has left the room. <laughs> 
and everyone's just. What was his life? I don't. What I does don't. he want back? He's what? nailing Mirage. it. I don't get it. He, everything he wanted, he got. Exactly. Right. He wanted all the fucking blacks out. Yeah. Because right. They're on their way. Well, is that true? Well, you know that's no. what he wants, isn't it? No. <laughs> I mean that is. Well, he wants some kind of. Um, he wants a more a, a, a more pure Britain, whatever that means. Yeah, it's going yeah, towards I mean, a racial. Doesn't that mean more white? I think it's more. I think what I think he was he was quoted as saying that. I think what really chews him up is just basically this fragile little fucking child. Um, he said he you know he was on a train. And uh, everyone was speaking a different language to him, and it really upset him or unnerved him. Yeah, but that's just because he's and not clever. Yeah, of course. Well, that's just because he never no, learned just, any other languages. But he doesn't. He, not one point does he acknowledge it as his problem. Do you know what? <laughs> it's I, just kind of like, well, babe, maybe you should just fucking grow up. What I, one thing I will say about Nigel Farage is, I, I am. If he's not gone, like he's got a big game plan, isn't he? He's going to come back, start a new party or something. Yeah, he's just he's a scumbag. So yeah, but I like. I am gonna. I am gonna miss him a little bit. I like his. I like. Why? I like that he has a neck and then a mouth, and he doesn't have a chin. Oh yeah, his neck is. is I'm a, into that. A mouth. Yeah, a neck and a, ne- a neck mouth. A, a neck mouth. A mouth yeah, or a meth. A meth. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it just you know he looks a bit like Beaker from the Muppets. Yeah. You know if you t- if you shaved all the hair off. And if Beaker was racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, then Johnson's out. I mean, uh, this isn't the funniest start to the show no, that we've not. ever done. It's not. It's not. You know, Beaker probably wasn't racist. You know racist. what? If you want funny, you know, just get, just shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Beaker was probably a racist because he's a scientist. He was probably some kind of weird eugenicist. So well, it kind of does so. work. I think it's probably a progressive atheist. <laughs> um, yeah. Johnson's gone as well. Yeah, Boris Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah Boris Johnson. All his little carry-on antics didn't I, work. I think did his hand was forced in some way. It's weird that Boris Johnson really wanted to win, and now he's gone. But I like, you know, it must be weird for him to go. You know, like four years ago when his PR company was yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, Boris, yeah. let's get you up on a zip wire waving a flag, yeah. and then it breaks." Right. <laughs> you right, know, right, right, yeah. let's get you, you know, falling over in some mud. And then mm. a pig comes up to you and kicks you in the ass, you know. And it, everyone, it kind of endeared him to a lot of the public. Yeah. And it, it must be quite embarrassing for him now to kind of go, "Oh, none of that worked." I mean, I had to hang on a fucking well, zip wire. Yeah. I had to hang. <laughs> All I had that to, you know, work. Yeah, I had yeah. to stand yeah. in a farm and watch yeah. a horse take a shit and make a joke about it. The problem is, they none of them thought they would win. None of them thought so. Farage conceded three times on the night, and he had to keep taking it back. He had to keep going, oh, I'm afraid we've lost. And then an hour later, he'd come on the radio again and go, actually, no, this might happen. And, uh, you know, but it was just political grandstanding by Boris Johnson because he wants to be leader. And it all blew but up where, in their what fucking happen, what faces. Happens, yeah, but what happens now? What happens now, indeed? Everyone, it's like, it's sort of like, it's like at school money, when, money when the teacher, abolished. you know, when the teacher just yeah. vanishes from the classroom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The teacher will just be at her desk. Everyone's like, she's yeah, like, yeah. you the teachers go okay now let's work on question 12 in silence and everyone's just sort of right. scribbling away yeah, yeah. and you look up and the fucking teacher's gone there's a power vacuum and you're just like what, what happens happen? now you yeah. can do anything you could do anything you know look around you you could rob city hall yep die hard uh, <laughs> um, yeah it's a uh, it's a weird time so then when Cameron goes who's in charge um, Corbyn yeah, no, I don't. No, no, they're going to come up with another leader. Then they're going to ask for another general election. This is really interesting, isn't it? I don't know. This it is, is interesting because I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they'll probably abolish money, uh, and the alternative source of currency will be French kissing. 
That'll be it. That'll be it. You'd have to go in. I'll take, excuse me, how much no, are these six yeah, eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much would six eggs cost? Um, I think that's one French kiss, isn't it? Six eggs. Maybe Jesus, that's how much is start. a car? A blowjob. <laughs> no, it has to be all French kisses. So like... Yeah, but you can French kiss a dick. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, no, a car would, you'd have to... I think it's probably the duration of the French kiss that would, would, would determine. I think you'd probably have to French kiss someone for half an hour to get a car. Oh, that would be a great currency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, the uh, that gluten-free pasta is uh, that's one French nipple kiss. Yeah, one French nipple kiss. You have to French kiss my nipple for seven seconds. If I was a dictator, I think we'd be happier. I, do you think? Yeah, yeah. It depends. I mean, I mean, you'd have to carry around a lot. So of, I think um, everyone working in shops would suddenly get a lot more attractive and sad. Yeah, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so uh, okay, okay, that's that. England's fucked. Uh, what's next? America. <laughs> Happy uh, Independence Day. Oh, was that the 4th? America, you're welcome. 4th of July. You're welcome. You uh, can have they, it. What do they do on keep, the 4th keep of July? Keep it, keep it. We gave it to them. What do they do on the 4th of July? They uh, have fireworks and stuff. They have they? fireworks and do they like meet up? And they sing... In, in their houses. Oh, say can you sing? We are free, we are free. Everyone's got a gun. You're just making this up. And we're building a big wall. Yeah. There's a man off the telly. He wants to run the country. And the woman taking kickbacks is probably gonna win now. And the old man who had morals got kicked out of the race in a media blackout. <laughs> and the home of the free. Home of the great? Great, brave, brave. I think bravery is part of it, isn't it? Which one? Is that the national anthem? Because yeah, they have yeah, the other yeah, one yeah. as well, don't it's they? It's the Star Spangled Banner. They have the other one. Da, 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 da. No, what? Uh, Michael was Jackson. lost, but now I'm found. Earth song. That one, it's House of the Rising Sun. It's the same cause. I'm right. trying to remember it, but right. all I can sing is House of the Rising Sun. No, they don't sing House of the Rising Sun. On Super Bowl Sunday, they don't sing that. No, it's fucking... Oh, my God. Everyone listening to this knows it. Right. It goes... Was blind, but now... Jesus That's Christ. That's the lyric. We, I I don't, don't, oh, Jesus. Like it's like hanging out with my mum. Was blind, but now I see. You know the song. No, I don't. I don't. Song. Amazing Grace. Amazing. That was your rendition Amazing of Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. That one. How sweet the sound could save saved a, a wretch, wretch like me. Like me. I know the Kick feeling. The Mexicans I know out. the feeling. Um, no, it's uh, the old star spangled Happy banner. Happy Independence Day, America. You are welcome. Yeah. Because we gave it to them. Right, I don't... Didn't we? I, I don't know. But I don't know if anyone American is listening to this, but that's what our history books say. Yeah. Our history on books say... On the 4th of July, we handed it over. On the 4th of July, we came over, got, we got an Uber, Uber mm-hmm. pool that mm-hmm. we shared with uh, Ireland, Scotland and Wales. Mm-hmm. Turned up, went, keep this shit. Yeah, yeah, It's too big for us. It's like, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's like a, like a celebrity throwing shit into a crowd. And now, uh, you know, you got Trump and stuff. Good for you. <laughs> Burgers. Yeah, man. I, I don't know if Trump gets in. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, he won't. No? No. Anyway, uh, happy Independence Day. Happy I mean, Independence Day. I don't really Day. know what, what they do. They have a big holiday. They have a, probably have a cookout. Football game. Football. You know? Um, other American Other American things. things. They probably, you know... Shoot each other. Yeah. They probably <laughs> skateboard a lot. Do a lot of skateboarding. Is that, is that American? What? Skateboarding. This, you know... I can see it more as a, of a world sport. So they skateboard around and they kind of play Springsteen. Do you know what I realised? Do you know what oh, I realised? This last week, last Friday, when we left the EU, that was our Independence Day. 
What do you mean? Oh. Think about that. It's that, not. Yeah, you know, it is. That's the day we became independent. So, in, in, in a couple of hundred years, we'll be just like America. No. Yeah. No, but it's not the time we became independent because Article 50, which is a very important article apparently, has to be... Uh, act- yeah, what is it? You have to activate this article that says you're leaving. You just have to... It's basically... You have to pull the trigger on it. And at the moment, the, the entire country, by a, like a 52-48 split, has said, we want to leave, even though we have no idea the ramifications we want to leave because, etc. myth, myth, I want my country back, bullshit. Um... It's still a recommendation to government, so they don't actually have to do it. Are we done? Is that the, I mean, that's not, that's not the most amusing start to the show. No, no, it's not. No, but you know, have you said? Have we said hello? I don't know. I don't think we. I said think hello. we have. We have. I said hello. You haven't yeah. done that stupid. I did. I went hello. Uh. Welcome to the Excitable Boy Podcast for Monday, the sixth of July. Mm-hmm. What else happened this week? Um, uh, so happy Independence Day, America, Cameron. Farage, you wanted to talk about... Well, I wanted to talk about the film Casablanca because I watched that the other day. Right. Have you ever yeah, seen yeah. it? I saw it many, many years ago. Uh, it's classic film. Wi- wildly considered the greatest romance story of all time. Humphrey Bogart. And uh, Ingrid Bergman. Yeah. 1942. Right. Which is interesting because it was made... Have you ever seen it? Um... Uh, yeah, of course, yeah. I've you know, it. all the gin bars and all the joints and all the world. She walks into mine. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Play it for me, Sam. How's that bit? Yeah. You must remember this. A kiss is still a kiss. And then there's the Marseille. I'm a black man See? at the piano. That's the, the French national anthem scene, the Marseille. Yes. That's da, 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 stirring. And as the ending, this is going to be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. And who's the guy that Ingrid Bergman runs off with? Uh, oh, uh, Victor Laszlo. Victor Laszlo. Victor Laszlo. A man of principle. It's widely considered the greatest romance story of all time, right? Right. And it's also considered the greatest screenplay of all time. Mm-hmm. And is I looked at the AFI thing, it's like the top third movie ever. I mean, number two is Citizen Kane, and number one is Keenan and Kel's Good Burger. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I sort of was watching it, and, you know, obviously they clearly quite like each other. But I was thinking, have you ever actually broken down what... Ingrid Bergman's character does in that film well she because the film's not chronological so it starts in Casablanca she she cheats on her husband yeah so basically her husband is a war hero right who gets taken so this is it in in chronological order of what she does right right so just for just for a bit of uh, context Casablanca is a place in Mm -hmm. North Africa is that right I think so is it a country I don't know I have no idea and during the war it was it's not a country it's a place. It? No, it's a place. But during the war, it was neutral French soil. Mm-hmm. So anyone who wanted to get to America, yeah, in Europe, they'd all kind of hide in Casablanca and try and escape to America. Yeah, right. Uh, so a lot of like people wanted by the Nazis would hide in Casablanca. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know if any of that's true or if that's just the movie. Right. But I'm guessing because the movie came out in 1942. Yeah. It, it's probably not true. Because right, they're right. giving away quite a lot of information to the Nazis during the war, if it is true. Through a film. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so what happens is we start in Paris. This is the greatest love story mm-hmm. of all time. Well, Paris is a right? good place so to Love start. between two people that is, uh, is just beyond words and beyond... Like, it's never been equaled in any film since then. And it's, what the, it's love that women want. Women want a Humphrey Bogart. They don't want to... They don't want Victor Laszlo. Do they? they want a good, hard, hungry you know, burger. Yeah. They want Rick from Rick's American Diner. Right. Right? And the start of the film is in Paris. Mm-hmm. She's married. Mm-hmm. 
husband gets taken hostage mm-hmm. or POW, right. prisoner of war. Yeah. So then she meets Humphrey Bogart mm-hmm. and she's not sure if her husband's alive or dead. So she fucks Humphrey Bogart, <laughs> yeah. right? Then gets yeah. engaged to him. All right, okay. And then they agree because the na- Nazis are marching into Paris mm-hmm. because, I mean, not to get too political, but the French bent over and took it. Right. Right. Okay. That's not political at all. <laughs> Everyone Continue. talks about how beautiful France, Paris is, but yeah. you know, of course yeah. it is because they they let their marches Nazis in and nothing got fucking bombed. Yeah. You know, of course yeah. it's still beautiful. So what happens when you don't have a backbone? Right. So her and uh, Humphrey Bogart agree yeah. to go to Marseille. Okay. Right. Why to not? get out of Paris because the Nazis are coming and and he's wanted because he's some kind of hero as well. She likes she likes heroes, so they get engaged, mm-hmm. and then the day on the train, she doesn't show up and it's raining. She leaves him a letter saying, oh, I can't go with you, uh, but you should go. Have fun. Send me a postcard. Yeah, yeah right? have fun. And heartbroken, he goes to Casablanca. Hang out by the pool. Right? He read goes to Casablanca, book. opens yeah. a bar. Yeah. Right? And then he gets these two letters of transit, which are two visas to travel oh, right. to America. Okay. Signed, all ready to go. Boom. He gets given them by a criminal, and the criminal then gets arrested. Uh. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, she appears again with her husband this time. And he's uh-huh. like there fighting the good cause. He's yeah. trying to fuck the Nazis over it, but the Nazis know who he is, but they can't do anything because it's a neutral territory. So then what she does is she, she then fucks him again. <laughs> With Laszlo around. What's yeah. Laszlo doing? Behind her, he's like Laszlo, fighting the good cause. So it, while he's out fighting... What's Laszlo fighting, doing? Is he, is he, Laszlo's in He's having secret meetings. So he's out, play, out playing golf and doing... No, no, Laszlo's in secret meetings being like, how are we going to defeat oh, so these like ruddy Nazis? Nazis? So he's in cellars, like Yeah, commenting. how are we going to defeat these ruddy Nazis? Right. While he's doing that, she goes off and bones Bogart again, right? right? Yeah. And then well, they he's get... He's doing the, to his work. He's and then she gives points the gun at him. What? To Laszlo? Bogart. She points the gun at Bogart and goes, I need those papers. And then he goes, oh, well, I'm not going to give them to you. And then she goes, and then they kiss and then they have sex and they're like, let's escape together. Right. So then she agrees to just leave her husband. Again. Who's a war hero. Yeah. yeah. Right. Who she thought had died. Poor Laszlo. Right. So she, she agrees. She's like, okay, well, me and Humphrey Bogart will get on the plane and we'll go away together. So then they get to the airport. And then, of course, the famous bit. Yeah. Is that Humphrey Bogart goes, no, you're getting on with your husband and I'm staying in Casablanca. And she goes, no, but I thought we were going to go together. All the while, the husband's just sort of hanging out in the back. <laughs> yeah. He's just uh, sort of like, uh, guys, uh, guys, guys. Uh, luggage is on the plane. Let's, uh, yeah. the Nazis are coming. Maybe I'm, we should fuck off. Fuck I'm you kind, offy. I'm kind of getting that you've fucked my wife twice. <laughs> yeah. At least Humphrey. So then she goes, oh, I thought we were going together. And then Humphrey Bogart goes, no, you know, if we, if you stay in Casablanca, chances are we'll both end up in a concentration camp. You know, it doesn't take a genius to see that three little people's problems don't amount to a hill of beans in this world. Right. You know, if you don't go, you're regretted. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon and for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then they, but then they kind of kiss like in front of the husbands and then she just fucks off again. In front of the husbands, they kiss. So this film is like the greatest romance story of all time. All I took from it is that that is quite possibly the most evil woman Right. Ever. Manipulative. Just anything to get out of Casablanca. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. First of all, she's there with her husband. First of all, she, you know, has a husband, has an affair, leaves the guy she's having an affair with, and then finds her husband again, and then goes to, goes away with him. And she's like meant to be this like strong woman. And yeah. then she then she fucks Humphrey Bogart so she can get a visa. Right, right. It's a, it, it's a terrible film. She's a, she's, it's not, well, it's not a terrible film, but she's an awful human being. She's a woman trying to survive in a world... Full of D. <laughs> Using D to get to, to where she needs to be. 
I uh, if forgive the rhyme. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get why that's a, such a powerful romance story. To me, it's just I a think... woman willing to do anything to get the fuck out of Dodge. You've got to admire Laszlo's restraint. Just someone just kissing. What was he? Just by the plane? He goes. He open. goes. Well, when I was taken hostage, I have a feeling that something happened between you and my wife, and I don't ask for an explanation. It's kind of like him going, please don't tell me that she sucked your dick. Yeah, yeah. You know? And Bogart just gives him a look like, yeah, I, I, she I, I totally ruined it. looks I totally, pretty good naked. I totally ruined your wife. I have to say, I was ashamed. I'm, I, you know, I'm happy you're a war hero, but yeah. it's a shame that you're not dead, because I would yeah. be hitting yeah, that. Yeah. I ruined your wife so badly when you were in that POW camp yeah. that she was haunted by that memory, and she yeah. came back for seconds. Let me tell you something, Victor Laszlo. Nothing makes the sex hotter than knowing the Nazis at any moment could march into your city. You every moment you enjoy every you savor every every thrust, Victor. Enjoy it, <laughs> Laszlo. <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think you'd be able to escape Casablanca if you were there? Would I be able to escape Casablanca? How do you think you'd be able to procure a work visa and escape to the to well, the promised how, land? How would I? I don't know how one would procure. Well, you'd have to charm oh, certain to, people, right? Sleep with certain people, bribe certain people, yeah. pay certain people. I'd probably start as a go-go dancer at the bar. Ricks. Yeah, Ricks. Mm. I'd have to take an interview with Rick. And I can imagine that would be quite difficult. He'd be quite taciturn. I don't think he'd be up for, like, a man dressed as a woman dancing. Or maybe he'd be very tolerant. Who knows? Mm. And uh, so I'd do a bit of dancing. And then work my way into the affections of some corpulent, fat... Man. Um, ...official. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, you know, allow him to bang me for a few months. I don't think he would take you with him I think he'd probably just shoot you before he got on the plane yeah your, coll- your collateral damage yeah. yeah yeah, it's an interesting film it's a bit stupid and then there's a guy playing the piano you must and she's like play it play it Sam play yeah. it as time goes by yeah and then he starts playing it and then you know brings back all these memories for Bogart and Bogart loses his shit what does he do then? I th- th- thought I told you never to play that song alright oh, so you know? great. he loses his shit in a way which it's just know. like it's a song come on Hold it together. Mm-hmm. You managed to escape France and managed to end up in North Africa. Yeah, and, yeah. and you also managed to open a bar yeah. that is also the happening place. You, you're, you're doing really well. You're, you're a clever little entrepreneur, Bogart. Right. Yeah, yeah. Don't get, you know, and then he just loses his mind because a song comes on. It's just like, come on, mate. I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah. It reminds me of Albert Camus. Do you know Albert Camus? No. He's a French writer, existentialist writer, right? And he looks, if you see pictures of him, he's like, he always has like a cigarette and he was really, really cool. This guy was so cool. Played in goal for Algeria. So he was an Algerian goalkeeper. He was like, the way he died was, he was leaving, he just fucked his, one of his mistresses, was on his way to fuck another mistress and was also on his way to another mistress later on that day. Okay, he was having a mistress and day. He, uh, and, he, and he, mistress drove, Wednesday. and he drove into a tree and was decapitated. What a way to go. Um, on purpose? No, no, no. He just kind of, like, that's how he died. So he, he crashed like into a tree. Yeah. He didn't well, drive into a tree. He, that that implies he, he meant to do it. Well, maybe he did, because, you know, his whole thing was life is futile. Speaking of uh, playing in goal, mm-hmm. you've gone very quiet. Why? What do you mean? Well, last week you were off to watch the football. Week before that you are off to watch the football. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, England lost to Iceland. Do you know the uh, the goalkeeper of Iceland is a professional painter and decorator? <laughs> Did, yeah, you know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Did you know that that's his full-time job? No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah? Um, no, it was, it was a, yeah, without dwelling on it too much. I was actually in the final 10 minutes of that, that match. I was just laughing. So England went out of the Euros. Just, yeah. Sorry, we've moved on from yeah, yeah, Casablanca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But you should watch Casablanca, by the way, people, if you haven't watched it. So it's, it's worth watching, but just, she's evil. Anyway, Euro football tournament. Yeah, Iceland, a population of 330,000. Aren't there more active volcanoes? No, that can't be true. That can't I don't, be I'm not entirely sure. But there's volcanoes. a fuck, there's no, you know, it's fucked up. Why is it fucked up? I mean, it's up? not fucked they're up. Not, they're a great country. Iceland? Yeah, I like them. I like those guys. Why? Why do you they like Iceland? they got Bjork. Josh? Why do you like Iceland? they got Josh? supermarkets. You name two things, and Iceland doesn't start. Tell right. me, in Iceland, do they have a chain of frozen food stores called England? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Cuban joke. They've, um, they've regulated their financial services. Yeah, that's, that's they have, a, they like have a nice health care. Are they in the EU? Yeah. Good for them. See, yeah, yeah. They're nailing it. Nailing life. You know, Sigur Ross. Yeah. I can't Those s- guys. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Fucking, that Icelandic band, Sigur Ross. I don't know them. Yeah, you do. Ah, yeah, they do like Planet Earth. Boo, 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 boo. Oh my god, you know no. who Sigur Ross are. No, I don't know who Sigur Ross Fucking are. Fucking hell. Lordy. Do they come from Iceland? Lord. No, Lordy. How do you spell Lordy? Lordy are like the, the, the guys who won the Eurovision Song Contest with um, Hard Rock Hallelujah. This song, Hopipola. Sigur Ross. You know, like Planet oh, Earth. Oh shit, this one. David Attenborough. No, but this is the one they play at. The birds escape, and as they head towards the equator. We see that, you know, like this is just using everything, isn't it? Every fucking blue planet, all that shit. Siguros. Siguros. I think it's pronounced Siguros. And they sing in their own language. It's like a, yeah. It's a bit Enya. How have you never heard of Siguros? It's a bit Enya. They've just made a career out of making the same song. Like, I'll play you another one. All right. Sigur Ross have basically written the same song. Look, listen to this. This is this is a different one. Is that a different no, one? Sorry, that's the same one. <laughs> this is another. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like Enya. No, it's not. Enya's Enya, like Enya, Yeah, but Enya is very similar. It's all the same thing. No, it's not. Enya's like Chinese food. It's all the same. Look, this is another one. Your face is amazing. How have you never heard of this band? I, I've they heard were like, in the 90s, they were like, Tom Cruise's favourite band. Wow, that's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. And here's another one. Just, <laughs> don't know, man. Oh, this is amazing. You've never heard of them? I've never heard of them. I've heard some of their songs. I, I think they're cause Icelandic. Because they get a lot of play. They're massive. Yeah. They headli- I think they headlined Glastonbury once. I don't like it. They didn't headline Glastonbury. Yeah, they're massive. And oh, this is what I like about Sigur Ross. Every song is a starts small, builds to a gradual epic crescendo, and has a made-up language. It's the sa- every so- every Sigur Ross song is the same. There you go. And then there's drums that go. <laughs> And maybe a marching. Sail away, 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 sail away,
I, um, I like that you're to you this is like the newest most like hipster thing you've ever heard but this was like 15 years ago now I feel it irretrievably sad that's, that's how they go Just, they have the song in, in, uh, in the Bill Murray when he's in the he's got this submarine and the sharks of the life aquatic yeah that one you know where the, everything looks like Every everyone's the same yeah what you mean one of the Wes Anderson film where it's like a storybook <laughs> You mean that film? <laughs> you, oh, you know the one that looks like a Where's storybook. Where's Amazon just it? saw, he saw a pop-up yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? When he was yeah, 15 yeah. and went, oh, I'll do that yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know the, you know the one where they put out a book and they stamp it and then they So, Wes Anderson, okay, and who have you yeah. got for your new film? Well, okay, well, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I for my new film, Jeff Bill, Goldblum. Bill Murray. Bill Murray, I yeah, like when, it. Yeah, yeah. Angel- Angelica Houston. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Maybe Ed Norton. Mm. Yeah. Mm. My mate, Jason Schwartzman. I see if you're putting him in it. yeah. You know Jason Schwartzman. You know that actor. I do know Jason Schwartzman. You know Not that he, you know that he was the drummer in the band that did that song. California, California, here we come. Watching TV, Channel Four. It's the year two thousand two. OC is on again. It's you. That he, one. He was a drummer. He was a drummer in that band. Oh, I can't remember the name of the band. No. So there you go, Iceland. Yeah, great country. Yeah, they've done some great stuff. Well, on Iceland, they deserve to win, they, but blonde. they're out now. They're a very blonde country as well. Yeah, everyone's beautiful. Viking, they're like Vikings. They have volcanoes. Yeah, yeah. but they—it's their country so cool that they have volcanoes and ice coexisting. You but, know, but hot what, and do you mean? what do you mean? Hot and cold at the Vol- same time. Volcanoes and ice coexisting. Same fucking time. Yeah, yeah. You know. Hmm. Uh, so England went out. Yeah, of yeah. the Euros. Yeah, to Iceland, and then I watched some penalties last night. Oh, really? I watched... Who is, uh, it? Who is it? I watched the Germans! Right. The Germans were playing very efficient football. Right. <laughs> and they got to the 90 minutes and they went... We have... It's equal, so now we do the penalties. Right. And then they played the penalties with the Italians and they won in a very efficient manner and the celebrations were very stoic. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, good, good. And the Italians wouldn't, weren't stoic at all. Yeah, it's good that the Germans are good at football. Why? Why? Well, you know, it's it's nice that they're good at shit now because you know, you know, we only really remember them for one thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know? well, well, no, they'll I don't never know. shake. They'll never shake you mean, that. You mean the wars? They could, no. yeah. I mean, they could, you know, the, the Germans collectively could club together and cure cancer, but they'd still be the people that killed all the Jews. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's hard one to shake. Anyway, uh, you wanted to ask me about the Grand Prix. Yeah, well, you, I just, you know, you watched it the other day. I am, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a and big I don't, Grand Prix fan. But I don't see the point. I don't point. talk about it. I don't see the point of it. I don't talk about it much. Yeah, because, you know. Because, but I do love a Grand Prix. Why? <sighs> well, um. Do you think you could be a pit man? Oh, that's my ideal job. So, all right. So you're just stood there in the pit. I mean, my life is your mate comes my life you. is kind of in the pits. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's um, just not on a racetrack. No, no, no. So my life is well, the pits. Might as well go whole hog. So if someone comes up to you and you're stood there and you've got that big stupid helmet on. It's, like Josh. it's not a stupid helmet. It's a helmet it's like because Josh, you're Josh. It makes you look like a fucking golf club turned upside down. And he comes up to you and goes, "Josh, the car's coming in." 
um, makes you're on front right tyre. They don't just say it when they're coming in. Which one do you want? <laughs> They've all got very specific do you jobs. They, do you think they just go, okay, let's ah, and they just go and grab whatever they want? No, like, like that is front. not what happens. <laughs> like, a pit stop is now down to like three seconds. So you're, so you're, does that not blow your mind? You're getting very serious. That they change a car tyre in three seconds. No, it doesn't blow my mind. I think it's silly. It was a great race yesterday. So you grab... That was a great race. Really? Did you watch it? No, I didn't. Why have you become like Jeremy Clarkson all of a sudden? That was a great race. It doesn't make me... That was a great race. It's not Jeremy Clarkson that I happen to like Formula One. Right. My, when, I was a, when I was a kid, my uncle used to make me watch it every weekend. Or every other weekend. Mm, before he had sex with you. <laughs> so I kind of just... Uh, I, I've grown up kind of liking it. It's the only sport I really like. So how do you put the... T- so you got the I don't tire. mean it's the only sport I really one, like. Yeah. I mean, it's the only sport I really like. I don't really care it's about not sport. It's really, not really a sport. Yes, you're it is. You're driving. Yeah, it's a sport. You're driving around. No, man. Um, so you get... Uh, would you be front right, righty or front lefty? Or, or back righty, back lefty? If I was a... Uh, or would you be fuel? Would you be the fuel Well, there's more than guy? that. I'd like to be the guy at the front that gets them to stop. With that little sign? And lifts the car up. The most yeah. unimportant then, job. No, you have to lift the car no, up. No, the guy with the front, the stop sign, that's stupid. No, he lifts the car up no, as no, well. No, no, The guy with the stop sign does not lift yes, the car up. Yes, he does. Up. No, there's a little thing that goes in the front. Yeah, that's the sign. No, the sign doesn't. The sign just goes over the top. I've seen it. And then he just whacks it out. Yeah, I'd like to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does nothing. He just I don't it down think goes, he's even a job he, anymore. He goes, stop. I don't think that's go. even a job anymore. The stop go guy. Yeah. Uh, I like it it was a good race man Rosberg fucking screwed over his teammate Hamilton Lewis Hamilton so is Nico ever, ever the gracious winner Lewis Hamilton did he win <laughs> who won Rosberg did Rosberg was gonna win right 72 laps right and on the last lap Hamilton went to overtake him oh yeah right and Rosberg basically ran him off the track and wouldn't let him back on but in doing so fucked his own car so Hamilton just overtook him and won Oh, really? And then Hamilton was getting booed on the podium because Rosberg's German. Yeah. And it was an Austrian Grand Prix. <laughs> so everyone's booing Hamilton. And he kind of tried to keep his cool. The thing yeah. I like about Lewis Hamilton is that he quite clearly is a moody bastard. Yeah. But he's got a really good PR team. Right. Being like, they, they make him say things like, they're like, Lewis, if you lose, don't get angry this time on camera. Just say, we're a team. We win together. We lose together. And yeah. he kind of go and Hamilton goes on camera and goes, we're a team. We win together. We lose <laughs> yeah. together. Like he has a and then, then he just, you know he's going back into his caravan and just smashing an ashtray. You know, right, fuck! Right, right. And uh, yesterday, um, everyone was booing him. And the woman was like, why is everybody booing you, Lewis? What did you do? And he, and he just went, oh, well, it's my, not their, it's not, it's their problem. It's not mine, you know. And then he held his trophy up and everyone kept booing him. And the woman went back to him and went, seriously, <laughs> why is everyone booing you? Seriously, they hate you. And Hamilton really just sort of looked at the audience and went, oh, I came here to win! Oh really? Yeah, and just like got a bit moody and then walked off. Oh my god! Yeah, but like he just but that kind of makes me like him. He just tried to win. He overtook him. Yeah. Where did Rosberg come? At that come? point, there was speculation as to whose fault it was. Where did Rosberg come? Uh, fourth in the end. Oh shit! Yeah, On yeah, the final yeah. lap, he yeah. he dropped all his places. And then and Verstappen, Verstappen, that little Danish kid who's eighteen, came second or third. Oh, right. It's really interesting, man. No. It's yeah, it is. It's really not. It's really good. It's, no, no, it's not. It's it's a load of fucking multimillionaires in a car. It's been a, I like you know I've been watching some sport. Why are you Federer? Going, why are you, you going watch, shrill? Why are you, you going watch, shrill? Did you watch that Lewis Federer? Lewis Federer. Lewis Federer. Did, did you watch that Roger Federer tennis game where he played that like tennis coach? No, that's interesting. What's his name? Willis. Ollie yeah. Willis. He's a Brit. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah, he got Marcus a, Willis. Marcus Willis. He's got a, a world and he's like card. a hundred pound a day tennis coach that somehow qualified. Yeah, for, yeah. 
for Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah. And in the press conference before, he was like, oh, I'm obviously going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he's got, like, a bit of a beer gut as yeah, well. Yeah, the yeah. guy's a fucking hero. Yeah, yeah. Just went out there and lost in three straight sets. And Roger Federer is such a good tennis player that he even allowed the guy to win a few games. Really? I thought he, he took could seven... Have, he, yeah. he could have won 6-0, six 6-0. Nil, six nil. There's have, no way. He probably took... You know, I, I read that he took seven games off him. Yeah, he didn't take... If you watch it, yeah, just yeah. watch the last game, you see Federer fluffing points on purpose. Because Federer is such a master of the game yeah, yeah, yeah. that like he knows that if he f- pisses off the Wimbledon crowd, it's going to make the tournament a lot harder for him. Yeah, yeah. So he let the crowd take get, get on Willis's side. Because yeah. he knows how much everyone loves him. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he and he let and he's so good at tennis that he managed to like look like he was losing for a bit. Hustle, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. hustled him, yeah. Yeah, it was fucking cool. Well, there so you go. sports, sports. Who thought? Who'd have thought we'd ever end up talking about sports? I know. Like, and we haven't mentioned penises or come once. No, on this until, until, on this week's show. Until now. So uh, maybe we're growing up. Maybe we are. Maybe we're, I feel I feel mature. Uh, what else happened? Driving lessons. I want to talk about Stephen Hawking having a stalker that got jailed, but I yes. kind of think it's a bit cruel to bring it up. Why? Well, I mean, Stephen Hawking is a great man who has his difficulties, right? And his stalker got jailed this week. But it's weird that you can stalk, you can fail at stalking Hawking, isn't it? <laughs> Jamie, you know, how bad yeah. have you got to be at stalking someone that you get caught stalking Stephen Hawking? Yeah, no, it's I don't know. How Do you know what I mean? He's not know. running away. How would that manifest itself? <laughs> Sorry, It'll be, I feel bad even talking about it. You know, I mean, it's it's certainly um, a leisurely pursuit. You know, yeah. Of all the people to stalk, yeah. What do you what, talk 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 to me, talk to me about the universe? I mean, like, it's, a la- it's a lazy it's choice. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, what do stalkers actually want to engage in conversation, or do they just follow? I think it's a bit of both, but you got to follow pretty slowly. Yeah, so, but for example, like, if you're stalking a woman, like, usually there's something creepy and sexual and aggressive and weird. Well, maybe there was something creepy and sexual about, and aggressive yeah, and weird yeah, yeah. about... So do stalkers want to meet, stalkers want to meet their stalk... I think it starts stalkies. with fanaticism, and I think that there's a, they're just people who are slightly unhinged and just, you know, I've, I've met a few people who've had to, like, stop their stalkers, you know. Oh, okay. Who've had, like, fans who they've had to get restraining orders against and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um... um yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, Stephen Hawking apparently had an affair. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, like how do you pull that off? How do you like just how do you leave the house? Well, you can't sneak around, really, can you? Uh, and she looks yeah. around and it stops. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and no, then she it's... goes back to watching the TV. And, yeah. just, how did how did Hawking? I mean, I know he's really clever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great man. Again, not slagging off Stephen Hawking. I'm just saying it boggles the mind. Mm-hmm. Very much like his uh, his insights. Exactly. It go. boggles, it confuses me. I'm not a clever person, right? I have no money, a podcast, and, a, no, and I drive around in vans playing to no one, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it, it genuinely confuses me how Hawking had an affair and got away with it. Like, where is he popping well, out I don't think to? he got away I'm with just it. going for a stroll. If you know. You know. <laughs> like, how did he just popping out for some milk? Right, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Just, I just want to go out and be by myself. How did he do it? Well, he clearly didn't do it very well, well no, did he? Because you know about it. It's just confusing to me. Well, the the yeah. stalker thing, I find weird. Like, you know, you got to be a pretty bad stalker to get caught stalking. Yeah, Stephen Hawking. Shit. Um, what else? Tim's making signs at me that he has to go. Yeah. Let us do the letters, shall we? Major key or minor key? What do you want? Um, just hit it. That's all right. Let's go. Let go. 
Take it away. Letters, letters, writing your letters to the excitable boy podcast. We will try to solve all your problems, be they romantic, romantic, such as <laughs> maybe you're at work and you can't stop looking at your boss's dick. <laughs> Every week you can write into the show. It's EBP at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. It's a very long email address, but we didn't know when we bought the URL that you couldn't shorten it. So it's EBP at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. If we'd have known better, we would have bought a shorter URL. URL. If you're having a romance problem, maybe your girlfriend's dog keeps sneaking in the bedroom when you're trying to get it on. No, it's getting annoying and you kind of want to kick that little dog in the face who even buys a chihuahua. Kick it in the face, kick it in maybe the face, Maybe you should question your relationship because you're going out with a girl who thought it was a good idea to buy a little chihuahua. They're not really dogs. Everyone knows that. They're barely a cut above a rat. Stop dressing it up, dressing it up, dressing it up. Why do you keep it on a pillow? Why do you... You're not a Bond villain. Why do you dress in a tutu? Why do you keep it on a pillow? It's not your girlfriend. You're not a Bond villain. What's going on? Or maybe you're having a a a work problem. Like, there's no... You want to take a shit in the office bathroom, but it's unisex and you're worried that everyone's going to smell your shit, which they probably already have. Or... Personal problems such as... Your dad's dead. (laughs) Right, great. Great. Please write into the show. That was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. So, write into the show at EPP at excitableboypodcast.co.uk Oompa Loompa Doompa I've got another email for ya. Great. That was good. Good. That's one of our good ones. All right. Uh, every week you can write to the show. Uh, any problems that you're having, write in. Uh, and uh, although I have been told by our legal department to say, wait, let's stop. We'll stop. Our ratings have gone up. Yeah. So we have to stop to maybe do an advert. Right. So I just want to say, I believe in this product. Right. Before we stop for the mid-roll here. Yeah, yeah. I believe in this product, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And let's, ha- let's hear what it is right now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If that worked, that was, good. that was a good thing. I like that yeah, product. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, no, I'm going to go out and buy seven of them. I use one it every for my mum, one for my dad, yeah. and five for me, because you can never have enough of those. Keep away from children. Um, I mean the product, not you. And, and me. Right. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, if you're having, I've been told by a legal department to say, 
that uh, anything that we say should be taken in jest because we're not trained or, or legally qualified advice givers. Mm. But you know, who the fuck is? Who knows? Okay. Uh, EBP. Dear EBP. I'm 25, living in Amsterdam mm-hmm. in a shared flat. Recently, a flatmate moved out and in moved the most beautiful uh, fucking the most beautiful girl I've ever met in my life. She's really cool, really funny, has a great job, and we spend a lot of time together talking late at night or at the local pub. We are definitely in the friend zone. We've started talking about people we like or people we are dating. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Yes, mm-hmm. you want to put things in her. Uh, is there any way I can ask her out? Uh, it's so complicated, complicated mm-hmm. as we live together. But there's such strong chemistry. I'd be stupid to let it go. Please help us. Then they love the show in Holland. There we go. We played in Holland. Cool. Everyone was stoned. Well, you know, I think you because you, you live with her, it's difficult. I think mm. you should have a go bag, pack a bag, get ready to go at a moment's notice. So she, if she says no, just pack your bag. Get one of those things that they had in Snoopy that's a stick with like a handkerchief tied up at the end yeah, with all yeah. your stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. And be ready just... And just wait outside the house with your hitching thumb out mm-hmm. with the stick, with the, you know, the satchel thing. What's it mm. called, one of those? You know, it was like, like a, a stick. Like a knapsack thing. Yeah, it was like a stick that had... You put all your belongings in a towel. Right. Close up the towel and tie it to the end of a stick and you'd walk with it on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. olden times. Mm-hmm. In, you know? in the olden days. Before we got before, all fancy with, you know, rucksacks and, and purses and USBs. Shit. Before yeah. we had a USB. And you stand outside the house with your hitching thumb out. Right. Hitching thumb out, thing on the, let's call it the, the leaving satchel stick mm-hmm. on the other shoulder. Mm-hmm. She comes home and goes, what are you doing? And you go, I'm hitching a ride to the nearest, you know, make it a Springsteen song. Hitching a ride out of here to the nearest town, somewhere mm-hmm. with hope. I need a new life for myself. You know, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Why?" And you go, "Well, problem is, Mary, so I think I'm in love with you." I don't think he said that in the email, did he? I go to sleep every night, um, and I okay. can't stop thinking about you. And you're in the next room, and you're naked. Right. I mean, you've been naked in the same building as me. Right. You know, I can't stop thinking about it. You've been, been naked in the same building as yeah, me. Yeah, go Springsteen. And then you go, you know, I, I put a glass against a wall at night to see if I can hear you touching yourself. And, uh, <laughs> you know, tell her that, you know, let love blossom. Well, I don't think you need to go overdo it. Just say, look, I like you. You like me. Why don't we just um, go for Bump dinner? Bum Why don't we have, a di- have Let's dinner? Let's get together and let our genitals do a high five. I don't think you can actually <laughs> ask now. I don't think you can ask now. I think you've just got to go out for a date that's not a date and see what happens. Do you know mm, what I mean? Hmm. Here's what you do, right? You get someone over, like your sister. Yeah. And she takes your room. Then they cancel. And then you just oh. go, oh, can I sleep in your room? Right. And then, uh, you know, so look, I know it's an inconvenience, especially seeing as we have two spare rooms. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I know it's an inconvenience, but I thought I'd make the most of it. Here's a bottle of red. Here's some br- some nice camembert. Yeah, yeah. And like, got some candles. And then you just tell her about your life. Mm-hmm. Lean in for a smooch. Yeah. No, don't do that. It's a terrible idea. Um, but you said it's in the friend zone. Yeah, but you can leave the friend zone pretty easy. How? Just whack it out. What does that mean? Flop it out, you know. No, that's the sex offender. Boom, what do you think of that? Well, that's straight from the friend zone to the sex offender zone. Yeah, okay. There's got to be a middle ground between friend zone and sex offender. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what it is. Just fucking just do it. Do it. What does that mean? Just do it. That's not advice. Stopping a pussy. Do it. Maybe she doesn't fancy him. Maybe he's in the friends and then he's going to be stuck with a housemate. Well, be honest with yourself. Are the, are the signs there? 
the signs yeah there. you know the problem is it's very high stakes so just if she come in your room out. in the morning in a towel and be like oh have you got a hair dryer right and she's just in a towel yeah you know and what's the body language yeah is she covering up or is she trying to let you see the goods right you know mm. shit does she shower with the door open <laughs> who does that yeah no no one does that <laughs> no one showers with the door open uh, you have to just tell her how you feel you have to take her aside sit her down mm-hmm. say look strap in because mm-hmm. I am we're going down the heavy news route baby yeah here's a seatbelt you know I love you mm. life's too short for bullshit mm-hmm. I think I'm in love with you mm-hmm. I think you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. you make me laugh Mm-hmm. You bought me a beer. That's pretty cool. You had a, you drank a pint. That was cool. Yeah. You know, I like your hair. I like the way you smell. Mm-hmm. I can't stop thinking about you. And um, you know, I wanted I want to take it further and do things to you. <laughs> Sexual things. I was holding my gaze when and you said that. And then maybe we'll get married. Yeah. And slowly grow to hate each other. There you go. Do that. Do that. Do that. Is that good Sorry, advice? Um, I think that's pretty good advice. You just got to just fucking do it. Just do it. Yeah, so there you go. Next letter. Mm-hmm. Dear EBP, my ex and I recently decided... Oh, this is called Back With The Ex. Oh. Dear EBP, my ex and I recently decided to give it another go. We broke up a few months ago and are now back on and everything is great. The other day he asked me... Ooh, the other day he asked me if I slept with anyone while we were broken up and I said no. Right. The answer was yes. Mm-hmm. While we were broken up, I had a few naughty nights with a work colleague. It was nothing, just sex. Well, that's not nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing is sat at home with Maltesers and Netflix. Uh, I really feel guilty about it. And like I want to tell him, like I want to talk to him and tell him the truth. But I know he'll freak out. And the last thing I want to do is lose him again. Should I come clean or just move on and pretend it never happened? I was laughing at the word come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm an adult. Move on. Uh, tell him do you think tell him of course not why would you do that maybe he boffs someone and isn't telling no, you the problem is she works with the guy so no you can't you can't tell him why can't she tell him well because she's going off to work to work with a uh, guy who she buffed yes I didn't think of it like yeah that. there's no way there's no way you just got to kind of move on listen honesty is the best policy no. listen this is this is this he is, said that listen this is what it rhymes anything that rhymes is good advice oh, yeah, yeah. you know great whiskey and beer makes you feel queer yeah whiskey and wine makes you feel fine yeah you know honesty is the best policy right this is some yeah, so let me you, listen great, great, let, great. Me, let me impart some, if you can rhyme something it's true right yes it right, is okay, yeah yeah great. yeah like the uh, sky is made of rye yeah that's true yeah no it's yeah. got to be advice you know um, um if you want to be happy don't don't tread in the crappy right you know no i don't know if you want to be happy don't wear a nappy stop talking you know yeah if you're chasing true love oh, jesus keep your dick in a glove Right. See? Yeah, it's mystical. Okay, here's what I've learned about life, right? Mm-hmm. Honesty is always good. Unless it will get you in trouble. Right. So then, if it will get you in trouble, lying is better. Lie, really. Yeah. That's what I've learned about life, mm-hmm. right? If you can be honest, always be honest. Mm-hmm. But also, lying is great. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Makes sense, yeah. So you should never lie unless you want to lie. <laughs> okay. Never. This logic is... Never be dishonest with the person you love unless it's going to upset them. Right. You know? Right. Oh, uh, you text them at 2am and say, oh, well, work thing's done, going to bed now, I love you. But you stay out till six with your mates and they never know. 
Mm. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. Because life is a complicated basket of fruit slowly rotting. Right? Yeah. That's what you do. Never, ever, ever lie to the person you love. Unless you need to lie. Unless you really need to. And then fucking lie. And then really stick to those guns. You know? Just say you didn't have sex. Never give up your position. Don't tell him that you yeah. work in the shaft of some hot guy at work. No deathbed Do confession. Not, don't tell him that. Yeah, it was all you know, all over me. Yeah. Many times. Did not strap up. Like, there's no yeah. good way that you can end that story. Do you think you could say, you could, uh, you know, you could actually disclose it right on your deathbed? You know? Just, you know, come closer, come closer. I felt Barry from work. Yeah, in 2016, that, when we broke up for three months, I yeah, felt Barry from, Barry from work. work. Yeah. And then, you know... That's the coward's way out, isn't it? I think they should, you should There's be able to have it in your minute. medical chart. You know, so when you die, the doctor comes in and opens it and goes, oh, why did you know this? Uh, 2016, she sucked another dick. There we go. There you go. Yeah. So no, don't tell him. And maybe he boffs someone else and isn't telling you, so. Yeah. You know. What's important is you're together now. Yeah, what's important is that you're living in lie. <laughs> you're li- you're, your whole relationship based is on built lying. on lies. Yeah, built yeah. On, that's on, what's important. That's the most important thing to remember. Just remember that. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, okay, last letter. Last letter! DEBP, in the news this week, Apple, who are a software development company... I believe they are. Apple announced they're developing a technology to stop phones from filming and photographing at concerts. I was wondering how you (laughs) feel about... How you feel this will affect liver performances. What? I was wondering how you... Oh, how you feel this will affect live performances Mm. and concerts in future. Are you against them? About... Are you against filming... Well, I think if you're developing that technology, you could probably use it when police are beating up innocent people, can you? Mm-hmm. That's what's worrying about that technology. If they can stop you filming at a gig, they yeah, can stop you filming. Can stop you filming, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, I don't think it's... I think people should... I think you should have, a, like, a phone cloakroom, maybe, at a concert if you want to. But, like, no fucking way. People have cameras. Fuck it. Yeah, I think that... It's I th- really about money. They think, want to be able to control those images because they're copyrighted. And they're yeah, but that's them. bullshit. I think art needs to catch up with... I think the morals of art are falling behind to the speed of technology a little bit. Well, the economics of art. No, I just think if you're a fan... I'm sure we've talked about this before. Yeah. Like, If you like a band and you buy all their albums and you buy their T-shirts and go drive to watch them play and find somewhere to park and you know, check your fucking rucksack and the queue and then pay nine quid for a beer and they play a song that was played at your fucking granddad's funeral, you're within your right to capture that moment because that's that moment means something to you and you're there in that moment and you want to capture yourself being there. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think putting it on YouTube's a little bit lame. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they played a new song. It's, you know. You know, that's the weird thing is that that technology has ruined bands being able to work on new material on the road. Mm. Oh, they played a new song last night. It was mm. amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then everyone watches it on YouTube and it's shitty quality and everyone judges the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, that's bad. That's a problem, yeah, yeah. And a lot of bands' new albums have suffered because of it. Mm. Because they don't get to road test their songs. Mm. Um, but I think on the whole... Yeah, I think any musician trying to stop their fans filming their gigs is a cunt and a dinosaur and they need to catch up with the fucking times. Right. It's just lame. Just mm. let them film. It's their fucking right. Shut up. You're lucky they're, they're coming to watch you play, you dick. Right. Uh, and I think so. I think creating the technology is is letting those idiots win. So no, I think it's stupid. Right. There we go. There we what go. What do you think? I agree. Yeah. With that, I can fully fully. Concur. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> Very rarely. 
Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. It's okay. That's an argument. Yes. So that's it for the show. Right. That's it for the end of another Excitable Boy podcast. Uh, please go on uh, the app. If you listen on iTunes or Apple, leave us a review. Go find the podcast. Yeah. Leave us a nice review. Mm-hmm. Or we'll put five stars. Do a tweet yeah, about put it. Five, yeah, put five stars. Yeah, it's fuck five. off. I don't want any on one to four star bullshit. I'm not entirely five sure. Five stars or nothing. Five stars or fuck you. Yeah. Right? Give us five stars. Yeah. It's, it's an order. And it's a bit needy. Yeah. Bit I don't care. I want five ra- stars. Rather needy. Give us five stars. All right, okay. And uh, tell your friends. You know, do a tweet, do an Instagram. Help us out. Help us grow. Help us grow. Let's grow. This little, Let's this grow little the show. Thing. See, if it rhymes, it's good advice. Yes. Uh, and uh, join us next week for more Nothing on the Excitable Boy podcast. Join us next week at the Excitable Boy podcast. We would like to see you again. Please don't be put off by this show. If you did not agree with anything expressed therein, we would like to see you again. Or if not, you can maybe, you know, come to us in a few weeks after you've had a bit of time to think about what you've heard today. But... I noticed, you know, you know on, our, on the, the website, the Acast, you host our podcast, yeah. you can go on now, I saw it last week, and you can see where people stop listening. Yeah, yeah where it drops off. It's called a drop-off. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we know when you, when you stop, you cunts. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird, like, when, as soon as we started talking about numerous ejaculations, everyone stopped yeah, everyone listening. Yeah, like, ah, fuck that noise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see you next week. Right, babe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.